Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Today on the State of Ukraine, the scramble in the U.S. to speed up the production of military weapons. I'm Greg Dixon. Russia's invasion of Ukraine exposed a U.S. national security problem. The U.S. can't make rockets and artillery shells nearly as fast as they're being used on the battlefield. That's triggered an effort to speed up munitions manufacturing in the United States. Frank Morris of NPR member station KCUR reports. U.S.-made artillery rounds are just empty steel until they reach this sprawling plant in southeast Iowa. This is where they're filled with explosives. Army Lieutenant Colonel Jason Christ runs the place. The Iowa Army Ammunition Plant was established in 1940. Its history kind of links back to the mobilization in the United States in preparation for World War II. The dawn of a big weapons manufacturing build-out, kind of like now. The plant's enormous, but it isn't producing artillery shells fast enough. The Ukrainians have been burning through in one month what the United States produces in an entire year. Mark Kansian, senior advisor at the Center for Strategic and International Studies, says the U.S. has already sent Ukraine more than a million howitzer shells and thousands of missiles. That's exacerbating a problem that Kansian says traces back to a famous meeting at the end of the Cold War called the Last Supper, where defense industry leaders got word that without the Soviet Union to worry about, the arms race was over. There was not going to be enough business to keep them all going that they would need to consolidate. So industry listened and consolidated. Now Kansian says the threat of war with China or Russia hovers, and we are not ready. Those artillery shells coming off the line in Iowa, the Pentagon wants them made six times faster, along with a huge increase in missile production. Tall order according to Cynthia Cook. She tracks the defense industry for the Center for Strategic and International Studies and says just staffing up will be tough. One factory I talked to in the Midwest said that they had previously recruited in about a 50-mile diameter around their factory, but they had to increase it to a 400-mile diameter just to find people. And those people can't work without tools, parts, and raw materials. The machine tools you need might have a several-year back order. You have to develop your rail lines. And this is all just in the final assembly stages. You also have to surge your manufacturing industrial base, your entire supply chain. This all has to happen at the same time. It's a major push that's going to cost billions. But Congress seems more than willing to fund it. Defense spending is growing at an incredibly unsustainable rate. Julia Gledhill is a defense analyst at the Project on Government Oversight. Last year, we saw Congress add $45 billion more than the president and even the Pentagon asked for. And this year, the budget is likely to exceed $1 trillion. Gledhill says military spending excesses were common during the Cold War, like the Pentagon spending $435 for basic hammers. She thinks we're in for more stories like that. One major potential pitfall of surging weapon production is the increased risk of corporate price gouging. In their urgent rush to build weapons faster, Gledhill says lawmakers are practically inviting defense industry ripoffs. 
Congress has waived rules that would normally govern munitions purchases, allowing bigger multi-year orders. She says it's also scrapping accounting requirements that would otherwise force companies to justify prices. So there's a new arms race on. Military planners say the U.S. is behind. But catching up will be costly and possibly wasteful. For NPR News, I'm Frank Morris. Thanks for listening to the State of Ukraine from NPR News. Please come back for more on the war and its impacts around the world. Support for NPR and the following message come from Sattva. Sattva luxury mattresses are every bit as elegant as the most expensive brands. But because they're sold online, they're about half the price. Visit com slash NPR and save an additional $200. Taylor Swift has dropped a new album. She is the biggest pop star in the world, and everything she does makes news. I gasped. I was like, oh my God, I've been there, and you can identify with it. For a breakdown of Taylor Swift and her new album, The Tortured Poets Department, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. These days, news comes at you fast. But the truth... Getting there takes time. There's something that hasn't been disclosed yet. Embedded is a podcast that takes the time to look beyond the headlines. How how did this happen? How did we get here? With original documentary storytelling. Listen to NPR's Embedded wherever you get your podcasts.